Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Stratocast for the first episode of 2022. I'm your host, Dale O'Donnell, and your editor. I'll be here on my own for the next short while talking about what's going on at Manchester United. And, and there's quite a bit to get through because there's a lot of claims that 37 days into Ragnick's reign that there's a crisis unfolding at Old Trafford with a number of players unhappy. You've got the mayor coming out on Tuesday with an exclusive saying that 11 players want to leave the club after becoming disillusioned with life at United. Whereas 24 hours later, the the mail kind of raised them and said that 17 players are unhappy at the club and are, are, are considering their future. Well, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to look at the players that Manchester United should be looking to move on this month in January or in the summer so when it comes to when we add up how many there are there's at least 12 maybe 14 players that United could be looking to to shift on in the near future as the squad looks pretty bloated as it is Um, quickly I want to talk about the performances we've seen under Ragnick because since we last recorded um, he was only appointed manager and then we had Christmas and, and the New Year, so I was quite busy with running the blog and, and doing bits with, with family and so on. Um, but the performances have been really, really poor, you would have to say. Apart from 30 minutes in the first game against Crystal Palace, we haven't seen much of a difference since Ragnick has come in. The, the managerial bounce we'd hoped for um, has not happened. And, and for time, people were, were suggesting that if United had a better coach... Then, then Ali got a social, that then the 
these players would start to perform but we have not seen that and and I believe and I've said this on Sky Sports this week that I believe there's two kind of reactions you get from an interim manager when when they're appointed and we've seen with Solskjaer how that gave the kind of dress room a boost, the boost it needed when he when he first came in. He ended up getting the job. But then you're seeing a, a complete opposite reaction now, whereas the players know in six months' time that Ragnik is unlikely to be the full-time manager. And they, they seem to be gone on their holidays already. And you're looking at the performance, that's where I'm getting that take from. that They're not putting it in. You look at Wolves on Monday night, came to Old Trafford 1-1-0, but no one can argue with that result because Wolves for 90 minutes busted. They they ran more than us, they wanted it more than us, and that's just not good enough. You know, Phil Brown, who, who's, who's a big voice on on Twitter, was re- recently travelled from America over to, to watch United against Burnley, and thankfully he's seen a game that, that United won and, and, and played okay in, but... But this is not good enough. The players are putting in these performances since the season began. We've not had a consistent run at all this season. And it's just not good enough. And you're looking at the Champions League places now. And if things don't pick up, United are unlikely to be in the Champions League next season. Now, I look at the teams around us and they're dropping they're dropping points too. You look at Spurs, you look at Arsenal. I don't think Arsenal are, are going to be in the top four this season. But that gives me a bit of hope that, right, there's still a chance. But United need to find that winning run. And if the players aren't interested, if they're not showing Ragnick the, the respect that he deserves, um, that's a big, big problem. And it, it's hard for Ragnick to come in as an interim boss. That word is, phrase has been used the whole time because it's hard to have any authority over this dressing room. You can see that it's low. You can see that there's there's problems when Luke Shaw comes out and, and says that he didn't feel a sense of togetherness on the pitch with his with his teammates. That should never happen at Manchester United. These are the highest paid athletes in football. And they're not putting the shift in. Um, and not long ago, they left Solskjaer take the blame for, for the season we were having. Now, I, I think it's way too soon for anyone to be suggesting that Ragnick isn't, isn't good, a good enough manager. But from anyone that, I, that I've spoken to, either in Germany or Russia, that has, that has worked either with Ragnick or, or has known what he's done, they've all said that he's a builder, not necessarily a manager. So we have to let that happen. And, and also, in this time of, of, of a potential crisis, a voice like Ragnick should be able to help the club in finding a solution and finding a way out of this. Um, but the lack of respect that the players have shown him is really hard to take. It, it will make the next manager think twice when he when he takes the job that he has a massive, massive task on his hands to sort this mess out. But one of the claims that um, that, has, that has been made is that the squad is bloated. Now, we all know that. There's too many players... At Manchester United, have been there for so long, getting extend ex- contract extensions, but not necessarily getting the game time to, to warrant those deals. I, I look at Phil Jones, who in the past week made his, made his first appearance in over seven hundred days against Wolves. Now he was the only positive from that game. Um, his performance itself for a player to to come back after that length of time out with so many injuries, he was excellent. Really, really good performance, but. I'm not going to suggest that that means that we should start seeing Phil Jones in the starting lineup. The, the bigger picture is against Wolves, Phil Jones stood out, nobody else did. 
nobody else put the performance in it. And I think I think Jones himself showed up a few players. There was pictures before the game of him getting psyched up, whereas the body language of the other players, which has been questioned in recent weeks, was flat. They, they, they didn't look like they were about to go on the pitch to win a battle. Uh, and that is extremely worrying. Um, but according to the Athletic, a player or an, an individual who's taken the blame um, for this crisis is Ed Woodward, who's departing the club soon. Um, apparently, the, the, the reason for the squad being bloated is, is down to him giving players new deals and protecting their value when, in truth, he hasn't protected value at all. You look at how they've kept Phil Jones, and every season that he's been in the treatment room or just not in the team, his value has decreased. It's going to be very, very hard to sell Phil Jones unless maybe a team like what they've seen against Wolves or maybe he gets another run out this month and United try and give him a few minutes just to get him into that transfer window. But he is one of the players that will feature on my list of, of, of players that need to be shifted out. Um, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. It, it was an easy list to, to draw up. Um, definitely. But, but look, moving on. I'm going to look at that list now in January or even beyond what players need to be shifted out. Because in January, it doesn't look like United are going to be one of those buying clubs looking for an opportunist midfielder or someone just pops up and becomes available. They will have their list and you'd hope that they have an extensive list of players that if one does become available and the funds are there, that they will go out and buy it. Because right now, the squad needs it. The squad doesn't need it in the summer. It needs it now. And it needed it at the start of the season too when they didn't sign a defensive midfielder. They went out and they kind of they, they brought us Cristiano Ronaldo at the end of the summer and we were all delighted with that. But there was still a number of people happy but still questioning the fact that that midfield is not good enough to win the Premier League. And at the start of the season with Solskjaer, that is what Man United fans wanted us to do. There was talks of Ronaldo coming in, having that influence to make us title contenders. But we are a million miles away. Um, not only are we a million miles away, you could also say the, the, the title race is over before it even began. Liverpool don't look like they're going to mount a challenge against City, who are just stampeding off. And Chelsea, they've got a number of problems of their own. Um, but onto that list, um, Dean Henderson is a player that I think Manchester United should be looking to, to move on, surely because of his his, his value. You know, a young goalkeeper who, who will get a lot of attention in the transfer market, who's not getting game time. I think he, I think it's it's quite annoying that the report suggests that he's one of the more vocal players that wants to kind of leave the club and push out. Because at the beginning of the season, if it wasn't for COVID, he would have had a chance to get into the team and to break in ahead of De Gea. But at the beginning of the season, he was ruled out, he was ill. De Gea got a good run together. And right now, you'd say that De Gea is near, nearly back to his best. So there's no way in for, for, for Dean Henderson right now. But that doesn't mean that he shouldn't go out on loan for the remainder of this season. Maybe again next year. He's got he's a young goalkeeper. Um, but if he's, if he's pushing to leave, well then fine. There's no player that should be forced to stay at Manchester United. And I think Ragnick is someone that will echo that. He has with Anthony Martial. Another player, Eric Bali. I think although he's been dipping in and out of the, of, of the team of late under Ragnick, um, he's been at the club too long and hasn't kicked on. I think when he first came from Villarreal, he was in the starting lineup for about six months. 
I remember he missed out on the Europa League final that, that year due to injury along with Slatan Ibrahimovic. But he never really kicked on from there. Um, I think you know what you get with Bali. Um, and I think when I say that, you also know you're not going to ever get an elite top defender. So looking at the list of defenders we have, he is a player that I would definitely look to move on. Um, we obviously wish him the best of luck at the African Cup of Nations. Phil Jones, like I said, is a player United should be looking to get into the transfer window um, with a few minutes under his belt now against Wolves and he played well. So th- th- there's cl- quite clearly not a future for Phil Jones at Manchester United under either Rav Ragnick or whoever comes in in the summer. Another name, I suppose this m- might surprise a few people, is Alex Tellez. I just don't think he's good enough for United. I don't think he'd be good enough if he was to be starting every week. I don't think he's necessarily good enough to, to call upon if your first choice left back is injured. Um, and when I say that too, I don't think anyone is certain that when the next manager comes in that Luke Shaw will be the first choice left back. Although he's come out and he's kind of been the one to kind of make people feel sorry for him that he doesn't feel togetherness on the pitch. It's, we shouldn't forget that against Wolves, he um he wasn't he wasn't very good. Um and, and this season he hasn't been very, very good. So bad performers, whinging, mm, not for me. Um I think he's someone that'll be looking over the shoulder in the summer, Luke Shaw. But Alex Tevez is someone I think that should be moved on. We also have Brandon Williams who'll be coming back next season from his loan at, at Norwich City. Paul Pogba should be moved on. I think it's quite clear he has not made uh, it clear to, to United that he wants to stay, and if 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 he if one of your main players is uncertain with a decision like that, that rubs off on the rest of the dressing room. So I'm not really surprised that there's that there's a, a bit of a rift at Manchester United when players like this have been getting away with um with stuff for years. For instance, Paul Pogba when he came out years ago and told the Guardian that he wanted a change, hinting at a move at Real Madrid. There was never any consequence for coming out for Manchester United when a player comes out and speaks about a move like that. There's never a consequence. So when you let that happen, it just pushes the boundaries for others. Now others think that they control their weight around. And it's, um, it's about time that Paul Pogba left Manchester United, I think. Juan Mata... Just not getting the game time. I think that he would be could be a starter somewhere else, maybe in Spain. You look at how David Silva has changed his kind of position. Well, since he went to Real Sociedad, he's playing more of a centre midfielder now, um, and is is a key part of their team. So I'd like to see one Mata play regularly. I think he doesn't get enough football for someone that recently signed a new contract. I'm kind of looking at that deal, another one Ed Woodward gave him. That just doesn't make any sense. He, I don't think he started in the Premier League this season. I think he's made two starts all season. So, again, another wasted deal offered out to one Matt to protect value. When, look, when we all know at 33, he, he doesn't have much value. Jesse Lingard, United wanted more money for him in the summer, didn't get it, and would probably result in getting less money for him in the summer. Um, in fact, zilch, because he'll leave on a free transfer, like Paul Pogba. Andres Pereira clearly wants to stay in Brazil with Flamengo. Um, I think that deal will probably go through it this month. And, and no hard feelings, he came through the academy. was a promising player, there's no question about that. But when it came to it, in the first team, he didn't really take his opportunities. He got plenty of opportunities under Jose Mourinho. And he got some on their soul sharp, but 
never really kicked on. And I think when when he does write his autobiography, and though I'm not sure it'll be a bestseller, um, I think his chapter on Louis Van Gaal will be will be interesting to say the least. Nemanja Matic, right? As much as I as much as I think he's a great player, or has been a great player in the Premier League since he came back to Chelsea <coughs> from Benfica, he's past it. Um, and it's quite clear that while Manchester United need a defensive midfielder, they need a, a younger one, someone with fresh legs. And I think Matic was someone I would have predicted to have left the club a year or two ago. And he, his best before day is, is, has definitely passed. So I think maybe in the summer, um, a move to Italy or somewhere like that for, for Matic may be on the cards. But, but definitely someone that United should be looking to move on and a department that United need to upgrade. The other names in the list include Donny van de Beek. We said when he signed that he he would fit in nicely when Paul Pogba left the club. Paul Pogba is not playing. He's injured and neither is Donny van de Beek under a second manager. So I would definitely have my concerns if I was him. He's he's out of the frame for, for the Netherlands with a World Cup coming up. And, and we know from Louis van Gaal being manager of Manchester United, he is very unlikely to select a player for for the Netherlands who is not representing their club enough. So Van de Beek, I don't see the point in keeping hold of him. We need midfielders and he's not the type we need. So time to move on and get some value before his value decreases. Anthony Martial, clear that he could leave this 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 month on loan. Um fortunately that how that has worked out really because when he burst onto the scene scoring against Liverpool there wasn't the United fan in the world that wasn't excited about this this guy's potential. But I think he almost epitomises what is a problem with a, a number of players in the Manchester United dressing room is that they have the ability, and they have the talent, but they don't have the attitude. And the attitude to carry that out. Luke Shaw said something along those lines the other night that we have so much quality in, in the team, but sometimes quality isn't enough. Uh, and, and that nailed it for me, really. Although I, I don't think Luke Shaw deserved any sympathy on, on Monday night after the game against Wolves. I do believe that players should come out and be honest um, and, and not just take to these absolute bullshit social media apologies that mean nothing. They mean nothing when you've addressing them now leaking against the, the, the club, the team itself, leaking against one another. It's an absolute mess um, and reports suggest that Ragnick has has had a two and a half hour chat with Mike Phelan in a bid to try and resolve the situation at Old Trafford. And we can only tell from results in the coming weeks whether he does find a fix. But it's hard to be optimistic, and especially when the next game for United is an FA Cup tie against Aston Villa. If United crash out with the FA Cup, there'll be very little to play for this season. And it's it's depressing for any football fan to look at the calendar and see that it's January and that the season there's almost little point to it in it. And you're already looking forward to next season. I've felt that in recent years under Louis van Gaal, under Jose Mourinho, and I guess now with Solskjaer and Ragnick in charge. But the common denominator with a lot of these is the players. And whoever comes in in the summer, we've said this before, has an almighty task to, to flesh out the, the bad eggs. And I thought the Solskjaer did that. I thought Solskjaer got rid. He did, he did get rid of a lot of bad eggs out of the club. You're talking Alexis Sanchez, Romelu Lukaku, who a lot of people 
for some time likely to point the finger at Solskjaer and say that he was wrong in selling. But when you look at what's happened at Chelsea, um, I, th- I think he saw that one coming. And Chelsea probably played a, played a blind eye, eye to it. And now they're going to lose the striker after spending a fortune on him. So I'm going to leave you with that until next week. We will have a reaction from the, the game against Aston Villa in the FA Cup. Hopefully... It's more uplifting than this, but I just wanted to touch on the crisis. How I believe that it's the players showing a lack of respect for the manager who's come in, been asked to do a very, very difficult job, and he's been honest in his assessment of games too. Against Wolves, he said the players didn't come out and press. Why they're not pressing, I don't know. Why they're not pressing, I'm sure he's asking those questions too, but something has to change. And when I say change, I would not rule out possibility in the coming weeks that we see drastic changes in the team and maybe some young players coming in but the bottom line from what I've seen so far on the Ragnick is the players are not doing what is asked of them that continues it's only a matter of time before big changes and it's important to note that some of these players like Harry Maguire might have been signed by Solskjaer and made captain by Solskjaer but he's not a he's not a rag Ragnick's not one of his men and we'll see over the coming weeks what happens there because his performances have been really, really, really bad this season. I've said it a number of times, even last year, wasn't too happy with Maguire. And I think now as, as Manchester United are looking to transition, um, when he was signed, we were a counter-attacking team, which probably suits a defender like Harry Maguire, who, who likes clearing balls and has, is good at doing that. Being a counter-attacking team might, might suit players like that. But when you transition... And you start to be a team that wants a high press, that wants to play with intensity. I think players like Harry Maguire then are quite a squandered. Another one of them could be Aaron Wambasaka. So look, we'll see over the coming months what direction this team takes. But right now, it's it, it's pretty low, it's pretty flat. Um, please make sure to check out straightynews.com every day for Manchester United news and opinion. Check out our newsletter too on Substack. It's straighty.substack.com forward slash welcome to subscribe to a free completely ad free newsletter speak to you soon and hopefully after the villa game we're talking about a win sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.